1: Kempi, very uh, special guest on the line now. Well, I don't know if he's a very special guest,
2: but he's a good friend of mine, Paul Donkin, who's the manager of the 2002 team that went to the final in 2003, 2004. And he's sitting at Parramatta Stadium because his son, Cade, is playing for the Parramatta New South Wales team. Paul Donkin, how are you going, mate? Kia ora, Kempi. How are you, mother? Mate, you're going to have to talk up a little bit. Now, I know you're a big oh. man. You've probably got a hamburger in your, in your hand. <laughs> Can you put that to the side and talk to us about what a big night this is for Daniel Anderson, mate? Like, the Warriors name in the stadium, and I know how close the two of you are. We've had Ando on the show this week. He's pretty excited, mate. What, what does it actually mean um, when you're sitting over there in Australia and, and having spent some time with Ando? What does it mean to you guys?
0: Oh, it's tremendous, Kempi. Uh, just everything about it, you know, it's, 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 it's... We just can't put it into words how, magnificent what the Warriors have done today... Um, and what it means to him. So, uh, you know, we spoke at length uh, the other day about the whole thing and how he, how embarrassed he is about it, and you know that he really doesn't want the accolades or he doesn't want it. But, you know, we've convinced him that you know that he is an important part of rugby league, whether it be here or over there, but that, especially over there. But, you know, what what the owners and and the, and the the management staff have done there for Dean today, mate. He's just out of this world. And as he said, you know, we it would have been awesome that he, he could have got there, but he he really has it in his head that one day, whether it be, you know, next year or the year after, he, he hopes to come over and thank everyone
1: individually.
2: Yeah, he do, he, he told me that too, that um, he can't wait to get over here. It's, uh, I just spoke to Monty Donk and he said that he's going to, be sending you guys over some film of uh, the week and the, the pre-match and the post-match and the game. Um, mate, your time oh, when great. you are over here with Ando, just take us back there, you know, we had, we had such a... I spoke to Ando about it when me and him were on, but, mate, those days, what do you remember most about them? And, and from an Aussie perspective, like, give people an idea what it, what it meant to you guys to, to take this team so far, having come out of that Parramatta structure and, and, and living here in New Zealand. Well, I think I've
0: sh- said to you before, Campy, but, uh, you know, it was a big unknown for us. It was excitement, uh, to be honest. But we really didn't have a clue, you know, what to expect, um, you know, because none of us had really done any video on, uh, you know, the, the Warriors and stuff like that.
2: Um, are you there, mate? Yeah, we're, here, we're here, mate. We're just turning off oh, the noise mate. in the uh, background, mate. That's okay. Oh, that's right, all you that's, can hear. That's
0: all right. All uh, right, mate, yeah, and look... It, it it was like like anything, you know, Australians had sort of become dismissive of the New Zealand people and the public and there was sort of, at the time, you know, the Warriors weren't travelling as well as they should have and everyone predicted big things for them, but they just weren't achieving that and then obviously new owners. So, I think that, you know, when we were over there, it was that uh, mentality of Australia is like, you know, why why do we need New Zealand in this side? You know, we need to get the Bears back or the New Down Jets back, whatever it may be. You know, people was. And then it wasn't until we got there and we realised that this was just the greatest place to develop junior rugby league and juniors and, you know, seniors at this level. Because, you know, I, I constantly tell people all the time, these guys have more ability in their little fingers than most of us, you know, uh, Australians. They're just natural athletes, and, and, they're, and they're pretty to watch. They're not big-headed, you know. Even through that whole system, we never had any big-heads camping. No one really was bigger than the game. No one was bigger than the club. And I just think that they're, you know, how jovial they are and how, uh, you know, they're, they're thankful for everything they get. But I think they just like having fun. And... I think with us as well, you know, as you know, that we had a lot of fun as well when they weren't there. You know, we had a lot more fun than them, but it was fantastic times, and you know, I hope that it continues there this year and in into the future.
2: Mate, I hope that it does too. I hope they get through to the the uh, the big dance. You know, they'll be grateful, uh, the country, but also the club. I um, just. You know, you phoned me over that Christmas period with that news when Ando uh, had, that, had that accident. But, you know, like the recovery and the and the amount of work that he's put in, can you just give us an understanding of, of what Ando's sort of gone through in the last seven months? It's been
0: horrific, Kempe. The only time I cried
2: was the time that you stole the last donut at
0: lunch. But uh, <laughs> that phone call, that was... Uh, I think it was pretty numbing. You know, when, when we first received the phone call, um, it was sort of something that it was like, you know, the first one was, what? How? What? And then, you know, when it came around, it was just numbing. I, I, you know, I, it was an out-of-body experience. We were all just shocked. Um, and, then, you know, we obviously couldn't get into to see him because he was struggling for life. Um, you know, so it was only his wife and his uh, immediate family that could see him and he was you know it was touch and go there for a long time Um, but once he sort of realized that he could you know do those things like breathe on his own um, and realized that hey he's got a challenge ahead of him that he realized that this wasn't gonna stop him and uh, you know from from you know the first time we saw him you know he had nothing you know he couldn't move anything the only thing he could move was his head. Um, and now, mate, as you would have saw when you were over here, that he's got a little bit more movement, but nothing to what he needs to have. So the things are like, you know, you're saying he went to work, you know, the other day with the roosters. That, that, is, that there in itself is the biggest challenge. Like for him to get it, you know, he has, it takes people to, uh, you know, get him out of bed and then it's, you know, to dress him it's all sorts of different things that he has to do and then you have to get him to his wheelchair then they have to take him you know in in a, in a taxi everything like that um and then then you know it's just everything is a challenge from you know even little things that you know if he has a a runny nose or an itchy 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 face someone has to scratch it for him so it's it's you know it's it's a massive challenge so for everything that he does For me and you, it's just secondary. You know, we just do it naturally. He has to think about everything. You know, when can he do it? Um, You know, how does he do it? Who can help him? You know, all those type of things. is is just challenging. But he never complains about it. I was with him last Saturday, and I, I spent, you know, around about four to five hours. And all we did was watch the footy, and we had a couple of bets, you know, and... They're just simple things he likes to do, but, you know, you have to put the bets on for him. And if, you know, uh, he wants to change a channel, he can't. So he has to wait. So those things are challenging. But with, as I say, what these people are doing today, like, you know, the Warriors and generating bubbles for him, it's just going all through his rehab. It's got nothing to do with him. It's just a beautiful idea that, you know, people have come up with, and he's going to need it because... He's a long way from being independent. And as you know, if you lose your independence, you know, you're in being in jail. And that's what he is. Every day he's fighting in his own little world about where he is. So, you know, it, it's it's a challenge. But, if it, you know, if it was me, I'd be sitting in the corner and in a fetal position. It's him. He just takes it straight on. He doesn't muck about. He does his gym work every morning. He does... Everything that they tell him to do, and then he does some more. And then he gets on with his life. And, you know, already he's telling us, you know, when we can come up. You know, he's got faith to try to get home. He's aiming for that. So he's not just saying it. He's going to get there, you know. So the other thing is that it just amazes me, you know. Even Amazing. though you think he's, you know, your, your mate, I just, I just don't understand how people can do it. But he has, and he's fantastic,
1: Paula, uh, it's it's Sammy here, mate. Kempi's offsider now. Hey uh, g'day, mate. Hey, you now. Poor um, I, I know, I know. And I like to get a little bit of oil on Kempy because uh, he certainly oh. takes the mickey out of me on a regular basis, mate. Just give us a couple of your favourite uh, Tony Kemp oh, and Daniel no, Anderson no memories from those sort of 01, 02, 03 years, mate, because I bet you've got a couple. <laughs> mate, I can,
0: I'm telling you, the, the greatest cheat I've ever dealt with, this bloke. You know, if, if it was marbles, he would cheat in that. So we used to play basketball, basketball uh, two on two. So there was me and another uh, young player that used to help out, and then there was Kempi and Daniel. So those two buggers used to uh, say, Yeah, we'll play you two. Well, why can't we shop around? No, no, no. So as soon as you were got, you know, started to get in front of Kempi, Kempi would bring out the elbows. You know, oh, yeah, there's physical contact in basketball. Yeah, well, there is now, you know. So he. He was the devil, and I'll tell you what, he talks about me being fat, but he, he picked the office that he wanted in the Warriors' office purely because it was the closest one to the kitchen, and we got fed every, every day, and he would be sprinting. That's the only time I saw him run. Ah, the food's in. He was there, plate, you know, full ass, but uh, like we had many fun times. The, the basketball one was, was fantastic, and I used to love the way that he would never work on his legs, in the gym, there's always arms, arms, and more arms for Kempin. <laughs> and in the gym, let's get those arms up. I said, it's not summer,
1: I said I don't care. Come on, get the arms. Mate, mate, every everything you've just said, nothing's changed. The elbows still come out. They're just in the they're just in the studio now, and I'm sitting right next to him. Yeah. Mate, I, I know I, I, how you do it. I tell you one of
0: the funniest stories ever, right? And he won't admit it. But, and because I'm out here at the stadium, but the thing is, is that. When we were here, we were playing Parramatta, and we had the, the captains run in at the stadium. And they, I'm a quite a portly sort of fellow, as you can say, maybe a little bit on the fatter side. But I said to him, I'm quick. And he goes, you're not quick. I said, mate, I'm telling you, I'll give you a race. And he goes, you won't beat me. So I took off, we had a race, and then I got in front of him, and I had one bad knee, and he thought, oh, no. So then he tackled me. With
2: five meters to go, so I wouldn't beat him. That's the type of Blake he is, mate. Worst, worst New Zealand Blake I've ever met in my life. You, you did you win? No, Ramey. you didn't. No, you didn't. And just and yes, just so to, and just to touch on that one, just before we let you go, Donk, I said to Ando when I sent him over that video. You asked me to send him that video. I said, thank God he did my weight program, arms, chest, <laughs> and neck, because that saved him. Man, that's He loves it as well, did not he? he? was always trying to get in there and get the
0: arms. We both had the skinniest legs in the world. Well, you had the you had the fattest backside in the world. We've got that in proof with you in those shorts those days. I have a New Zealand mate. Hey, look, it's wonderful times. I just, I just I wish it could have lasted forever. But as we spoke about before, Kepi, we were 32 and 33, and we had no idea what we were doing. But we we winged it. We got the grand finals. We met some beautiful people. We had beautiful people around us, and mate, no one can take our memories off us, can
2: they? No, no. Hey Donk, thanks a lot for joining us tonight, mate. Wish Cade all the all best, right, mate. I hope, he, I hope he goes all right He's and I can't wait the to see him first. Today, mate. Oh the roosters. Yeah, oh you've already, you've already yeah, signed it, him over to it. Endo. You ah, too, mate, I, taking all I'm the best a, talent.
0: I'm a turnkate, mate, trust me. <laughs> but hey, a shout out to all the boys and stuff. I know they just bring for you, uh out there, the old boys today. And to uh Patty, Helen and Susan, have a great night and uh Hopefully I'm there next year, mate, and we'll, uh, we'll definitely have a catch-up and a beer. But, Sammy, take care, mate. You're going to need it. Working with that bloke, you're a fool.
1: <laughs> I know, but they do pay me, thankfully, Paul. That keeps it, uh, that keeps me sane, mate. Thank you for, for joining us. Really appreciate it. No
0: worries. Thanks very Be- much, and thanks, New Zealand.
1: There you Donk. go. Paul, Paul Donkin, the uh, team manager of that O2 team. That some great you memories, can So, I can, mate, I don't even have to imagine. It's, it's all fact <laughs> from Paul. And uh, now that I've heard about your basketball exports, we might have to get down to a court and. Uh, just do a little 1v1, one one, oh. uh, no rules, street rules. Um, <laughs> I'll well, tell I'll be you a what, bit of these it, days
2: it's a lot scarier because I can't move as I could, as I could when I was studying. Well, that's why you've
1: got such bung knees. You never did oh, any legs right. in the gym, mate. You didn't build the strength on the kneecaps. <laughs>
2: when you asked that question, I was like, I knew, I knew exactly what he was going to talk about. Oh. And that, that sprint race at he did. Get, he had me. Yeah. yeah, I
1: bet he did. Mate, I,
2: well, I, I couldn't run. I was on one leg anyway. I thought mm. I'll still get him, you know, because he is portly and, and a bit on the bigger <laughs> side. And he was getting me, mate. So I just, you know, as you do, I, I, went, I went to ankle tap him twice and I missed yeah. the timing. Yeah. Next minute, I'm right around him.
1: Yeah, the the, uh, the deceptive speed of the big man's out there. <laughs>